Welcome to the Right Division Network Podcast, a production of Grace Family Bible Church in Buffalo, New York. I'm your host, Pastor Scott Morton. And we'd like to thank you once again for joining us as we study God's Word, Rightly Divided. We're going to be continuing today in our studies going through the book of 1 Thessalonians, and we are here in chapter number 4. We've been looking at verse number 11, which says, And that ye study to be quiet, and to do your own business, and to work with your own hands, as we commanded you. So as we've been looking at the issues of the practical things of this dispensation and how the Apostle Paul, writing to these saints in Thessalonica, is shifted from the doctrine into how the doctrine is going to live out of their life now that they're a saved individual and have been studying the Word of God, that we, we've seen and we spent a lot of time talking about the issues of them working with it, but we're going to be shifting today into an issue that sometimes causes confusion, and that's the end of this verse, which says the words, as we commanded you. Now, we know that the we, that's talking about Paul, Silas, and Timothy, the three individuals, if you turn back to 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 1, where it says, Paul and Silvanus and Timotheus unto the church of the Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So it's these three individuals who are the ones that wrote this epistle unto the saints in Thessalonica. These are the ones that it says with that issue of we but the phrase that causes the problems for so many things is when it says, commanded you. Because individuals take the issue of you know law and grace and start just looking at how well the law is the things that are commands and grace has no real commands in it and say, well, if Paul is saying that they're commanding them that Paul must be putting them under some form of a law system in order to either be saved or to be maintaining their salvation in the eyes of God. Now, we know what the gospel message is for today. The fact that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures that he was buried, that he rose again on the third day according to the scriptures, and the simple fact that belief in that and that alone gives someone the gift of eternal life. We see later on, even in this chapter, how, you know, if you read verse number 14, where it says, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. So, we know that that's the focus of what is the gospel message. But we have this issue of it saying that Paul saying that we commanded you to do these things. And that's that issue of command 
is what actually creates the issue because people don't want to really look at this idea of Paul giving any sort of command with things. Now, when we look at how Paul actually talks about how an individual is supposed to be living their life. And let's turn over to 1 Timothy. We're going to 1 Timothy chapter number 1. And we're going to see how Paul says this here. We're going to read verses 15 and 16 of 1 Timothy chapter 1. It says, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Howbeit for this cause I obtain mercy, that in me first Jesus Christ might show forth all longsuffering for a pattern to them which should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. Now, as Paul's describing the issue here, we see how Paul identifies the fact that in him first... There was a demonstration of the long-suffering of the Lord Jesus Christ and how that was going to be a pattern for individuals. Now, when we look at that idea of a pattern, we know that that's talking about how you know we have things that are being laid out to tell us exactly what it is that we should and shouldn't be doing so if we have a pattern we know how it is that we're supposed to be living the life that we are living so this issue of paul saying that he's commanding them it's the issue of the command comes from the fact that we have doctrinal information has been given to us. We have a pattern that has been established for us. We have Paul saying in his own words, let's turn over to 1 Corinthians chapter number 11 to read a phrase here as he uses for this assembly in Corinth when he says in verse 1, Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. So we see how Paul lays out this issue of instructing the saints at Corinth that they should be following him as he followed the Lord Jesus Christ. The issue of the commands, you know, Paul was given the information in Romans through Philemon to give to us today for us to have the understanding of how it is that we should be living, these are the things when Paul says that he commanded you, that is what's being spoken of. We see, let's go over into the book of Ephesians. Let's go to Ephesians chapter number two. And we're going to start here at verse eight. This is a familiar passage to so many individuals. It says, for by grace are you saved through faith. And it not of yourselves is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And that's usually where individuals kind of stop the discussion of this passage and talk about the salvation that's been given to us during this dispensation and really leave off the issue of verse number 10, 
which says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So the issue is that, you know, it's not a thing of you're going to walk in these things. You have to walk in them. And if you don't, here's going to be the punishment or chastisement that's going to come upon you because you failed to do these things. Paul says we should walk in them. So if we walk in the issue of those good works, we're going to produce the gold, silver, and precious stones, which will be there at the judgment seat of Christ. When we fail to do so, instead of building the gold, silver, and precious stones, we build the wood, hay, and stubble that's going to be burned away at that event. These are the information, these are the things that Paul has given us to say, here is the doctrine, here are the instructions that you need as a member of the body of Christ to understand exactly what it is that we should be doing. Now, in the last couple episodes, we had looked at some very specific things about You know, for example, working and how Paul had given some clear instructions about, you know, for example, the individual who doesn't work that they shouldn't eat. We looked at how Paul talks about how somebody should work with their hands that way they could be able to give to those who are in need. We see these instructions that are being given that would be considered to be commands being given by the Apostle Paul for us during this dispensation. Let's turn over to the book of Colossians. We'll go to Colossians chapter number 1. And we're going to look at how Paul prays for these individuals here. And in Colossians chapter number 1, we're going to start here at verse number 9. And we're going to read down, we'll read down through verse number 14. It says, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Now, we see here as the Apostle Paul is laying out this prayer that he is giving for these saints in Coloss here, we see how the very first thing that he's praying for them, you know, he's not praying, you know, I pray that, you know, you get this and you get this and you get this. He's praying that they would have an increase in the knowledge of the doctrine so that way it would influence 
how they were living their life. That's the way that everything flows during this dispensation. Paul understands that individuals need the doctrinal information to influence their life and that they need to be studying on their own. That's why we see the principle of study in 2 Timothy 2.15. Study to shoe thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We understand that Paul giving that because we have to know which doctrine is for us and which doctrine goes towards the nation of Israel. So we need to be studying the word of God. We need to be taking it in so that way we can have this growth that we, we can understand the doctrine and have you know, what would be considered to be the commands of God to understand the way we are to live during this dispensation. Let's turn over to Titus chapter number 2. I'm going to see another passage here where the Apostle Paul is going to be talking about how it is that individuals understand these things. And here are Titus chapter number 2. We're going to start here verse 11 and read down through the end of the chapter, verse 15. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority, let no man despise thee. So we see how Paul, as he's speaking here, he talks about that the grace of God that bring that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. So God's grace has appeared to all of mankind. It's God's grace that's going to teach, you know, in verse twelve the the summary of that is the f- fact of, you know, the grace of God teaches us what to do. The grace of God teaches us also what not to do. And how, you know, the result of the grace of God is that we are looking for the hope. And the fact that it produces a peculiar people zealous of good works. And that we are to speak these things with authority because we have the word of God which is clearly telling us that these are the things which are going on at this time. We understand that these are the instructions that we have during this dispensation and why it is that Paul can use that phrase talking about that he commanded them to do these. And you see how Paul, as he's dealing with, you know, whether it's a local assembly or when he's dealing with, for example, Timothy or Titus or Philemon, you see that as he says things, 
he says it with authority and that it has the thing of the fact that he is commanding individuals to do certain things. You see how in Paul's last epistle to Timothy, let's turn over to 2 Timothy, you see how there's multiple times where he's giving Timothy these, you know, as he's encouraging him, thing that he's really giving him these commands to be encouraging him to continue to do the right thing. Now, we, for example, here in 2 Timothy, let's go to chapter number 1. And we'll look at verses 13 and 14, which say, Hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. That good thing which was committed unto thee, keep by the Holy Ghost which dwelleth in us. So we see how Paul's describing the issue of the doctrine that's been given unto him. He says that it's been committed unto him. It's Timothy's responsibility to be standing in this doctrine to the point where he has to tell him to hold fast the form of sound words. And he really has to tell him to hold fast, to keep a firm grip on all the things of this dispensation because when you look at that very next verse, it talks about how, you know, this thou knowest that all they which are in Asia be turned away from me of whom are Phygelus and Hermogenes. So the issue of that there's a number of people, all that are in Asia, have turned away from the doctrine which was given by the Apostle Paul for this dispensation, that they've walked away from the truth. And that's why you see Paul having to, you know, command Timothy to hold fast to that truth. And as he's telling him to hold fast to it, you see how when we go to the very next chapter, we read the first two verses of chapter 2. Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. So, Timothy is being instructed that not only is he to hold on to this information for himself to make sure that he is doing the things that are pleasing unto God, he's also to be going out finding faithful men who are going to be able to teach others also. So he's to be taking this information keeping it for himself and giving it unto other individuals for the purpose that they can go out and do the exact same thing. That we can have the information for this dispensation continue to go forth as the Apostle Paul has commanded us to be doing today. You know, this is what we have as the responsibility for us at this time. You see how 
as the Apostle Paul continues in this, I think we've already looked at that instruction about how it is that we're to study in, in chapter 2, verse 15. You see chapter 3, Paul gets into the issue of what's going to happen to the local assembly as we start heading into the last days of this dispensation. So as Paul's giving that warning, he's going to need to give the instructions that individuals would need to say, okay, how do we prevent this from happening? If this is what's going to eventually happen, we need to know exactly what it is that we are supposed to do so that way this truly doesn't happen you know while we're while we're living while we're functioning thing and that's where you see chapter four we'll pick up at verse number one which says i charge thee therefore before god and the lord jesus christ who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom preach the word be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. So these instructions here, and really this is part of you know the last thing that the Apostle Paul is writing, and you see how the very first thing that he's giving as he's saying about you know, he's charging Timothy that these are the things that he's going to do and you see how that charge starts with the issue of preach the word. That the word needs to be the focus of things. And how often in Christianity today is the word not really the focus of things. You know, that's why you see how Paul starts talking about how they're going to heap to themselves teachers having itching ears because they can't endure sound doctrine. That they want to just hear things that are pleasing unto themselves. They want to be entertained with things rather than hearing the things of the word of God. And that's why you see how Paul's saying, you know, preach the word. You know, he's telling you, you know, you're going to have to do the work of an evangelist. You're going to, you know, these are things that you're going to have to make sure you are truly doing in your life if you're going to make sure that you're being pleasing unto God in a manner that is follows the doctrine, follows everything that has been laid out, follows the commands that have been given for us in this dispensation. It's all going to center on the fact that we have the word of God, which has been given to us. And we need to be trying to follow this doctrine 
as it has been laid out for us today. And that's really where these things of Paul's instructions and Paul's focus is the attempt of saying, you know, here are the commands, which is the focus of stay true to the word that has been given unto us. Now, next week we'll actually start verse number 12 of 1 Thessalonians chapter number 4. Now, as we close here, I'd like to remind everyone of our website, which is www.gracefamilybiblechurch.org. And on our website, we have a number of study articles. We have some audio files of previous messages. We have some charts to help you in your study of God's Word. We have information on how to join our services live as they're broadcast on Facebook. And we would just encourage you, if you ever happen to be in the, you know, in this area on a Sunday morning, you know, we would love to have you join us as we study God's Word. So as we close, our you might you know, keep fighting that good fight of faith, preaching this message to this lost and dying world.